I'm Samantha Rise, and welcome to Vagina Talks, where we speak about, to, and from vaginas. This is a show of alchemy, where we turn poison into medicine, disconnection into wisdom, and isolated wounds into communal peacemaking. Here's your host, Sophia Wise One. You already know everything they can teach you. You already know everything they can say. We are here to remind you what you already, already, already know. The magic of the internet has brought us together. Welcome. I am honored you're here. Okay, so I was the weird person among weirdos. Um, Freaks like to call me a freak and kind of everybody across the board from your most like normal straight line person to your most like alternative out there person has liked to call me crazy um, all of my life. Now, there were times where I was more or less crazy, uh, but I'm pretty sure at this point in my life that I became crazy because I was trying to be and do what I was told, which is kind of like a lot of what we're going to talk about here on Vagina Talks is that we have been told who to be, what to be, when to be it, with whom, for how long, what it means, what the value is, and why it's important. And that's a lot of things to be told about your entire existence without ever checking in with you. And so I spent a lot of time, and I'm going to share with you lots and lots of my little nitty-gritty detail stories because I think that's where the gems are. Uh, But I spent a lot of my time people-pleasing. I was recently uh, diagnosed with ADHD and uh, in the past two years. And people say to me, how did it go so long without getting diagnosed? And I said, oh, I was just incredibly good at people-pleasing. was not particularly disruptive in any way. And I didn't know how to describe what I meant by the words were vibrating in fourth grade when I sat down to read. So they gave me reading glasses. You know, we were all doing our best. It's fine. Uh, But I did at 31. My wife called me and uh, read me an article in Mindfulness Magazine about attention deficit disorder. She said, honey, I think um, you might have ADHD. And I was like, well, do they have like a list of symptoms? Like, I don't know. Sure. Let me let me tell, tell me what you see. So she like read this list of symptoms. And I was like, I just literally laughed the whole time, just like laughed every time she said something. And when she was done reading the whole list, I said, I just thought I was having a hard day every day of my life. Like, I really thought I was going to grow out of it. It was so, so grounding. Now, this is not the first diagnosis to come my way. And uh, I like to always end them with things like disorder, dysfunction, or dysphoria. I was uh, diagnosed with premenstrual dysphoric disorder when I was um, in my early 20s. And uh, that's basically like PMS on steroids uh, was absolutely horrible. We will talk about that uh, periodically and a lot, I'm sure, in the course of our vagina talks. Uh, but I basically would lose my mind for the week leading up to my bleeding, and then it would, and then it would slowly kind of dissipate over the course of my seven day bleed. Which, if you can't, if you have trouble, that's 14 days a month that I would just basically be losing my mind. There's about 20 symptoms. Last time I looked up PMDD, I had 19 of them at my peak, and. Uh, and uh, 
yeah. So that was that was my life. It was physical, mental, emotional uh, mayhem and chaos. And I'd basically lose my life for two weeks and then I'd put it back together just in time to kind of lose my shit all over again. And uh, what I can tell to you now is that although I definitely have a dynamic hormonal experience throughout my cycle, I no longer qualify for PMDD. I just don't have those symptoms. I think I might have like two or three, maybe. Um, and they don't, I just don't qualify. It doesn't, it doesn't qualify any more. And the journey of that is one of the things that I want to talk about. Obviously, those like seven years is not something I can just like sum up. Well, I mean, I can and I will sum up lots of th- lots of epic things into like one little sentence. But it's one of the reasons I'm I'm doing this show and I'm hoping you'll you'll come and take the journey with me is I learned a lot in that time about the bullshit that we've been fed about our bodies, how they work, what we're supposed to do with them, our feelings, how our feelings are absolutely on our side. They're totally on our team and they're working so hard to help us get what we need. That's the whole point. Our feelings are always indicating if our needs are getting that, if we're getting what we need, or if there's something that we need that we're not getting. They're just trying to give us information all the time. And we spend so much time um, being mad at them, you know, like being mad at our feelings, or we spend so much time being mad at our body when our body is literally, it's like literally our life, like our body is literally carrying us around and giving us life, like on planet incarnated while we're here. And we're just so willing to just name call it and pick on it and come at it like it's such the problem. And I'm like, okay, try living a life without your body. I personally believe you'll still have one, but it won't be the same and you won't exist. So, you know, so it was a long process. And uh, so anyway, so I mean, there's no really anyway, it's all there, right? So the uh, PMDD was a diagnosis that I got that um, really angled me towards getting into menstruation and really understanding it. I had already been exposed to some of the red tent movement stuff with Elisa Starkweather, and I used to run a women's empowerment program. It was a live-action role-playing game camp called New Moon, and we would do a lot of women's empowerment stuff there. And I already, I've already, i had a deep spiritual practice since I was just a little tiny person, speaking, praying, and singing to God, and and talking to my ancestors, and, and having that feel very real and very lived experience for me. And, um, oh, I just got, I just kind of went into the, into the memory of talking, had this mirror. I'll just tell you, I had this mirror, um, that my mother gave me that was a mirror that my grandfather, her father gave her. And, um, I just remember having this time and I don't know how old I was, seven, nine. Um, and I was, I started to talk to my grandfather through this mirror and I had feelings and things were happening in the room and confirmation of, of really kind of feeling this connection. And so I ended up telling my uh, pop-up that I wanted to to show pop-up what was happening in our life right now and, and give people a chance to check in. So I carried the mirror around my house and I went to my mom and I went to my dad and I went to my brother and my sister and all of them um, took the moment to just, I said, okay, you know, you can talk to pop-up through this mirror. So um, so go ahead and like let him know what what's happening, anything you want to tell him, and and they all did it, and and you know, and then I went back, and then uh, and then my cat came in, and she was not my normal cat. We had that experience, and then that was that. So like that's that's me, you know, like that's that's me, been me my whole life. And there was a time in there where um, 
you know, I feel like the spirituality stuff in my life was the part that made me the least crazy. The part that made me crazy was when I was in my early 20s and I was having like a screaming fight on the street in the middle of the day without any, you know, couldn't even like, I couldn't even pretend to blame it on drugs or alcohol. I've been essentially, you know, a sober person my entire life, but I have had some like screaming epic fights, you know, I have been that, I have been that woman. And, uh, yeah, so it's like my spirituality stuff is not the crazy stuff. The like banshee screaming in the street. That was rough. That was rough on me and everybody else. Um, especially because, you know, those moments are, you know, those moments when we really lose our shit are usually because we've missed a lot of clues saying and warning us about losing our shit that we've ignored. You know, like we like rarely does it start with a screaming fit, you know, like all this stuff, whether it's like a fight with someone else or whether it's a a feeling of frustration with your own self. Like we're getting like signals and messages to maybe like do something a little bit different, like a long time before we're screaming. And and I always say so I'm screaming because I feel like I'm not being heard. And so if I'm screaming at myself in my head or if I which I which I really don't do much now actually, which I'm very grateful for. Um, but I find myself getting louder in a conversation. It's a cue for me to stop and be like, okay, what's really, I feel I'm obviously getting worked up because I'm not feeling heard. We could go a lot of places from right here. I think the place where I would like us to go next is some of that introductory info that we haven't covered yet. So let's start with that. I'm Sophia, and this is the first introductory episode for Vagina Talks. I am going to share with you stories, insights, pontifications. I'm going to have some of my favorite people on the planet on this show with you, and we're going to talk about skill building. I'm obsessed with skill building because I'm obsessed with efficiency um, because you know one thing that happens when your whole life is falling apart over and over and over again is that you want it to stop. And what I learned in my years of healing is that, like my own personal journey, is that there were some things that were more efficient than others. And I like to share those things because I think a lot of us are trying to do better. We're trying. Like we really are trying. It's like, have you ever had a conversation with someone and they're like, I'm trying. And you're like, oh, you really are trying. But what you're doing is like never, ever going to work. Um, I think a lot of us are doing that when it comes to trying to make our lives better or make peace with ourselves or heal our vaginas or trust our roots or come to terms with our whatever, whatever it is, you know, like from the kind of macro symptoms of sexism and the patriarchy and racism and systemic oppression and you know all of that stuff that's that's there or like food crisis all over the planet from like all of those stuff to just those like little patterns where it's like you're coming home at the end of the day and then like one sentence out of your partner or your kid like sets you off and it's just like for hours it's just like forget about it now i'm just in a bad mood you know that we have all of these ways in which we're like trying to do better and like, what a relief that there's things that can help, that, that can, we can actually be better at that. So that's like the biggest thing that I'm here to do is to to share those things and to keep learning those things, to bring on um, people who really know what they're talking about because they're living it. It's one of the biggest things that I'm into is embodied teaching, embodied learning. 
And uh, I love, I love, I love, I love to talk. But the only thing I love more than talking is actually like living and being the process of becoming. And I believe that actually stories is one of a really, really powerful ways to do that actually is is to to awaken a deep remembering in us. I believe in the power of myth and the power of storytelling. So uh, just a little bit about me and vaginas before I kind of like, I don't know, before I, I don't know, I keep talking about whatever is coming up that we're talking about. I am trained and I do intravaginal body work. I do work inside the vagina and inside the rectum. I do pelvic floor work. I trained with Tammy Lynn Kent in holistic pelvic care years ago now. And it's a physical therapy. She's a physical therapist. She took learned cranial sacral um, and it really changed the way she started listening to bodies. Cranial sacral, by the way, is like a very subtle type of body work. It's like light touch, a lot of breathing, highly effective, very fluid oriented for the body. And physical therapy is usually like find the trigger point, find that like tightest spot and then press on it till it releases. It's like really excruciating and sometimes highly effective. So uh, Tammy Kent started shifting the way that she was approaching the pelvic floor and doing the work on the pelvic floor with this kind of finding that trigger point space, but then listening and and making space with the body. And what she found was consistent and uh, incredible. So uh, I trained with her and I had been a body worker before that for a long time. I l- first learned cranial circle when I was like 13 or 14. I've been doing laying on of hands for a long, long time. And uh, I've been a trained massage therapist since I was 20. So almost over 13 years now. And I've uh, been doing some sort of body work for over 20 years. And I love pelvic floor work. I love vaginas because they're so effective. It's literally the root of our being. The patterns that we have there physically show up. Our behavioral patterns around how we survive and how we cope and how we get through show up physically. They show up emotionally. They show up energetically at the root of the body. So I love talking about and looking at and working with the root of the body because when we shift that root part, everything on top of it shifts from it. Changes how we feel about things, the choices we make, um, how we communicate, what's important, and the way that we see the world. So I really am you know, very into a holistic approach to all of these things, but I really, really, really am into the root work, the pelvic floor work, the vagina work, because it's it's so potent, as well as because I really had to get into my own vagina work, just starting with the PMDD. I really got into my menstrual cycle and found that the best strategic map for evolution and productivity is actually the menstrual cycle and the kind of generative cycle of a of the trimesters of of birth that they're that they're there they're mapped just the way that the seasons and growing seasons and farming like there's a reason why we all we have the same kind of rhythms of resting and growing and resting and growing and then if we sink into those rhythms if in our body if we have those rhythms um, we can really optimize the work that is at hand for us really no matter the work you know from from corporate strategy to healing you know chronic health issues and and heartache, um, sinking into that rhythm can be really helpful. And if you don't actually naturally have your own menstrual cycle, looking to that cycle and finding the rhythms that you do have in your life and making space for the rest and the output for the receiving and the giving and and that we have maps all through our body and and the earth is constantly showing us how to how to do that as well. So we're going to explore and look at that stuff a little bit about me and who I am and what I do. Uh, the other stuff that I do is I train people who are transformational professionals, people who are therapists and coaches and 
body workers and visionaries, and I help them really attune their intuition and strengthen their internal wisdom so that that embodiment piece really comes forward in anything that they set out to do. And so I really want to make sure that I'm, I'm sharing a space for my peers with all of you out there who do this work and are exploring that work and, 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 and moving in this world in a way that's, I think is very important and impactful. And uh, so we're going to make space around that. And I'm going to release it on a weekly basis, probably Thursdays. And just, you know, that's how it's going to be. Just going to be adventures. So one thing that I'll tell you right off the bat is that I am a relationship person. And so I love feedback. I love engagement. I love knowing um, what's working for you. I love knowing what questions you have on your mind or your heart. I love to either answer them directly or get you connected to where those answers can be found. That's actually kind of the focus of everything I do. Most of those answers are found inside of you. So, uh, but also experts are incredibly helpful. I have definitely gotten where I am by spending time with people who know more than me and who have lived in specific ways that have given them skill sets that I am learning to gather. And I am psyched to be on this journey with you. So check out the rest of the episodes. I like to hang out on Instagram the most. So if you're a social media person, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on LinkedIn, but uh, Instagram is where I, I play the most. And uh, yeah, email list, show notes, or we'll, I'll link stuff. So this is my first reference of Tammy Kent. This show note will have Tammy Kent's um, website. She has a great book. She actually has a number of great books. Kind of send you that way. And uh, you can always check out more about me and more about the work that I do and, and how I offer people uh, the hands-on pelvic floor work as well as other training. Yeah. So we're just going to we're just going to jump in. So like, really, really, really the most important thing is like just however you want to reach out and be in connection with me. I'd love to know what's what's happening. So check out a few episodes, kind of see see how we roll, subscribe and let me know what's nourishing you and, and what you need nourishment around. Okay. I have so much gratitude and this is a total dream come true. I've always wanted to do a radio show. When I was a kid, I recorded them on cassettes and so that's what's happening. Okay. From my kundalini uh, training, what's coming up for my heart right now is love to all, light to all, and peace to all. Satnam. Satnam meaning uh, like truest self or true identity, true name. So Satnam. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. And thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sophia. <laughs> Remember, everything that we talked about in today's episodes will be in the show notes. So go there for links. For more content that you're going to love, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to this podcast. Share this episode with anybody you think you'll enjoy it. And share the love with a rate or review wherever you listen. And to find out about all the mad adventures I'm up to, check me out on Instagram at SophiaWiseOne uh, or come to my website, SophiaWiseOne.com. Oh, oh, you can subscribe to this mailing list by texting VTOX to 66866. I am Sophia Wiseone, daughter of the wind. I am calling you to rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up and take your place. Oh. <laughs>
Y'all know you need to hear that though. <laughs> you know. If you don't know, now you know. If you don't know. Okay. Yo, I'm so excited about vagina talks right now. Don't pretend like you don't know this is the best podcast you've ever listened to. Don't pretend like you don't know. You know. <laughs>